You're listening to episode number 335 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Okay, I've got a discussion topic for you two I wanted to get your thoughts on. What happens to the monorail if the Elon Musk tunnel expands to the places that it says it's going to? Let's, let's just give them enough credit to say that they get to McCarran at some point, and um, I mean, I, they're already talking to resorts about it. So let's just say they only go to Resorts World when and uh, uh, they make their way to McCarran. What happens to the monorail? You want to go first? No, actually, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Great, thanks. Boom. That was a subtle. That was a subtle. That was a subtle hint. Ahead, He's like, Tony. no, I'm not. Si- I'm not helping you I'm this time. I'm not ready on this one. Nope. I, well, I don't think it would if it so if it only goes to McCarran Wynn Resorts and the Convention Center, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to have a huge impact on the monorail mm-hmm. because the monorail stops at different places right. and doesn't go all that way. I mean, the monorail's in trouble anyways, but that's a whole other thing. Right. Um, the only way that I think it would dramatically impact the, the monorail is if it starts hitting more of the South Strip properties. Starts connecting yeah. to like Mandalay Bay, and MGM, yeah, uh, MGM. some of the other really big. Wow, that's hotels. a really great uh, point. That is what they should do: is just hit the big ones. Go to Caesars. Go to uh, uh, like Bellagio, I guess. Uh, MGM. Go to MGM. Ma- Mandalay, especially. Mandalay. I think because those are folks that are they're Fuck coming Rio. in for a convention. Well. Nothing's going to go to Rio at this point. Um, but if they're coming in for a convention and they want to stay at a nicer property, I mean, Venetian Palazzo would make sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it, but I don't think that in the current situation of what they're looking at, I mean, I think it would be great if they can go to McCarran. But the problem is, like, who gets off a plane and grabs their luggage and wants to go right to the convention center. That's the only thing with the McCarran connection that seems like it's it's lacking for me. Right. Once they start connecting to hotel properties, though, I think it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, is it going to be like a loop? Or is it McCarran to the convention center, Wynn to the convention center, uh, Resorts World to the convention center? Or Ooh, is I it ho- a... I hope it's like that because that's very, that's very high tech. I like that idea. 
because then you're like, because I, I know what you're talking about is like, no, we got to hit space A and then B and then C and then D and then right. and then we'll take you there. Like the monorail does. Like the monorail only goes up and down, and you, if you want to get to one, yeah, there's no. It's it's like there's no direct path to to the stuff you want to do. Right. Tony. Right now, if and this is part of the reason why I punted to Karen was so that I could have a little bit of more knowledge to be able to speak more intelligently here. If, if as it stands right now, it's only going to be a McCarran to LVCVA, uh, the convention center, and then over to resorts world. I, I don't think that the monorail has anything to worry about because that's a very specific place that you're going to. And while I, certainly understand and respect and appreciate Vegas has a very, or at least pre-COVID, had a very, very large convention base that would come in. For folks like us that, and I, by us I mean 360 Vegas vacationers that come in, we don't have any interest in the in the convention center. So right. what? So that doesn't serve us any purpose unless maybe we're staying at resorts. Otherwise, I'm, you know, I'm going to take my cab to some Caesar's own property and only then might I use, you know, the monorail back and forth. But as you aptly point out, when they start, you know, connecting to the other hotels, then I think the monorail has to be uh, concerned. But Mark or Karen, whichever one of you said it would, if it went convention center to Caesar's back to convention center to MGM grand and whatnot. I don't know that that necessarily takes the monorail out of the picture because think about if you're, if you're one of those stops and it's going to say, listen, at 7.17 p.m., we do a win to convention center pickup and you miss it. The win's a bad example. Let's go with Mandalay Bay. And you miss it at 7.17. You've got all those other places that it has to go to. Whereas I kind of like the idea of it being a... Um, a loop or or to operate like the monorail does where i know at some point i just got to wait to get off if i got if i miss my pickup and it's then going to go back to the convention center down to mgm grand back to the convention center over to caesars back to the convention center and then down to mandalay bay where i'm at shit i'm it's going to take hours for me to get there right and that doesn't seem feasible no and i don't i didn't I'm, I meant little shuttles to each one of them right. that just went That's back what and I was forth. thinking. That's so it wasn't oh, like it was a one-time, like if it pick goes That's why Mandalay, I was like, it's super there, futuristic then. then, because then it's like, no, 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 this, this one thing is going to take you directly there. I'm like, so it, it's yeah. almost like there's a hub underneath the convention center. Yeah. So if the if the convention center is the, the main focal point, it has kind of all these spokes that then go out. I, I, you and I totally misunderstood. Yes, I get it. So there's <laughs> more than one car, for lack of a better word. Right. right. Got it. Did not did not catch that at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not now an attraction at an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the way the monorail is right now is just one entity. You know, it's, it's a, more yeah, than it's one car, but it's, right. it's one thing. So right. and it just goes back up and down. I was under the impression that there was only going to be this one little car running, you know, all around. I get it now. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, how much do you think Elon Musk would have to charge though? to not just recoup his money, but make a profit if you're going to have a car for every single location. Oh, because then you're, to yeah. a certain extent, you're only making money on that car right. at, for Mandalay Bay. Right. Yeah, right. I, I, that's a great question. Okay. Yeah. The building just jumped out of the ledge. I, he's going to be stuck. Yeah, he's going to be uh, stuck. Uh, oh. 
Well, the cat gets to hang out there for the next hour until or so. until we hear That's this. Right. So my <laughs> so my my final thoughts on on this Monroe versus uh, Mustang. I honestly think that both of them. This is just an an evolution of where the city's going. Think about what they've talked about. There, it has so much traffic and it's growing so much that they've considered t- shutting down Las Vegas Boulevard and turning it into a into a, a boulevard, a, a pedestrian, yeah, a pedestrian boulevard. Yeah. So to me, this is just they, they can't more. figure they out how more. you would get to like, the like property. Think, yeah, think about it. Like in New York, when when they have the subway, like, oh, is that going to make people, you know, less people drive cars? No, no. <laughs> there, there's still just as many people that are trying to get around. So, yeah, I th- I think mm. I think both of these are are complement each other. Well, and the monorail has been in financial issues for yeah. you know since it started. So it's not like. You know, this is going to be the it's nail. It's a great the walk, man. I get that it's it that it's 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 a hike, but it's a great walk. It's a beautiful walk. It's a long walk. I, I and agree. if you're dressed up in a suit to go to a convention, you don't want to be out in 110 degrees, walking that. Yeah. And suddenly being un- underground in a tunnel to get there sounds a lot better. I I sincerely think that the monorail, like their biggest fumble, was not connecting to McCarran because if you're introduced to the monorail the moment you get to the airport. Then you're gonna be more. Odds are you're gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the monorail because now you know about it. You're familiar with it already, and you know we're like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, exactly. As long as you're staying in a property on that side of the street. Well, yeah. True. Well, okay. So then I, that brings me to make an interesting comment too, Mark, is to say when I first started going to Vegas, I didn't really know any better, and so I would get on one of those. Uh, little shuttle buses where it was, and I'm going to make up a number, but I think it was like $22 and that bought your round way ticket. So you would, you would go to the the stand and you'd say, hi, I'm staying at Caesars. And they'd say, okay, go stand over there at, at, at the little number three marker. And up comes one of these like dialeride looking buses and everybody crawls in and it would take you to maybe three different places. It might stop at, and I'm making these up, but it might stop at, um, you know, Paris, it might stop at uh, Harris and then it stops at Caesars and then it goes back to the airport and picks more people up. Mm-hmm. After a while, though, I got to the point where I said, well, this is really obnoxious. I would much rather just get in a taxi or get in an Uber and go straight to my location. Right. Right. And I say all of this from the standpoint of I know and we've talked about it ad nauseum, so I'm not going to belabor the point, but. I think taxi. I think the folks that caved into the taxi lobby didn't take into account that they're going to be people like us that are going to get to Vegas, and all we want is to be in our room, get ourselves checked in, and then start hitting the casinos and the in the bars and the this and that and the other. So if you want that immediacy, you're going to get in a taxi cab. If you don't mind all of the stops along the way that the monorail inevitably would likely do and, and stop at. It's then then you're not the the point is is you're not going to catch those people anyway, right? Those taxi right. drivers were never going to get those people like me who was getting into a a dialeride bus and stopping at four or five different casinos because I I wanted to pay twenty two dollars for a round trip ticket to get from the airport to my hotel. The the the, the taxis need to understand, folks that that oh, today in twenty twenty. 
I don't have the patience for that. For God's sake, I'm already itching by the time I get on the airplane. You were itching before you got on the airplane. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now I see the value of getting in a taxi and letting him or her take me straight away to my destination. Stop trying to just not allow something like the monorail because you think you're going to pick up people that you're not otherwise going to get anyway. Okay. Thank you for letting me have that tangent. No, that was amazing. I think we just came up with a new... Uh the new segment, a 360 Vegas conversation right there. I, I do. I agree. You're right. You're right. It, it, it's super fun just to kind of talk about some of these what-if hypotheticals. Yeah. But when we start the show, we do so because we have Mark and Karen and me. I'm Tony. We start with Random Vegas. The opposite sides of a dice always equal seven. So, for example, if you roll a dice and you... Know what he's doing? He is little explorer right yeah. now. <laughs> the cat finally got down, I guess. That he he jumped up from the ledge. Yeah, somehow. so somehow he got himself oh, out. He's behind you somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. It's an interesting little bit of uh, worthless trivia, but I guess that's why seven is the most predominant number then to come up. Yep. I don't know if that's true either. All right, talk <laughs> to us about the twit pick of the week. Infinity is a concept seldom applicable in real life, except when arguing with your siblings. The closest would be an afterlife, but that, re- but that requires a leap of faith. I submit that we have proof of this existence is available on Earth. <laughs> you threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> no, was... <laughs> arguing with your siblings and the infinity thing. Yeah. Uh, I submit that we have proof this existence is available on Earth, albeit through the looking glass and very wet. Damn, that sounds sexy. Which is fitting because so is the picture shared by at Sarcastic and Sweet. What's better than Fremont Neon at night? Fremont Neon at night after it rains. With nobody in it. I know, right? It, it's, it's a cool picture. And I've seen other pictures, um, you know, taken of, of after it's rained. There's it's two planets, Are there? But it's so but dark. But if, if it if there is, they're lost. It's awesome. It, yeah, it doesn't. You don't notice them. You're paying attention to the light and the reflection, and you know I've seen like I said I've seen other pictures where it's after it's rained in Vegas, which again it's a desert, so you don't think it hap- actually happens that often. It actually happens more than you'd think it would. <laughs> but they, yeah, it's just a it's a really cool picture to kind of take the time and notice it, and you know be able to set up and take this is is you know it's a cool pic. Yeah. My only observation, because I would otherwise echo word for word what you guys have said about it, it this is the one instance where I have to uh, proverbially eat my hat and say, okay, I get the value of having the canopy over the Fremont yeah, Street right. because the the color is just, it's gorgeous. And the way it, it reflects, uh, you know, against the wet uh, pavement is, it really, no, it's, it's super beautiful. And for a minute, it took me a while for my eyes to even figure out what I was looking at to, oh, because cool. it's just, it's, it's a mirror of one another. And so right, now right. you've got this mirror image. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. It's super fun to stare at and yeah. get lost in. Yep. I get lost. <laughs> in your house. We should uh, quickly move into the news. We've got some Corona Vegas updates. You, you skipped the, as always, on the blog. <laughs> oh, of course I did. That. Right. Because, as always, we link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and, the tw- and Twitter. Let's get into the news.
Okay, now can you tell me about the Corona Vegas update? Yes, I, I just love it. I think it's so so clever. Yeah, I always get excited getting to say it, and I always want to make sure that I say it real fast so it sounds like coronavirus. Nice. But it's Corona Vegas. Oh, you're, you're my soulmate. Anyway. <laughs> I get you, hey, man. I get so, you. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so, still closed. South Strip. You got Tropicana and Park MGM. No offense, but who cares? Midstrip, <laughs> Planet Hollywood, Bally's, and Cromwell, which that bums me out because those are some pretty solid properties. And then North Strip, the Mirage, which actually kind of pisses me off that we don't know when the Mirage is going to be reopening because yeah. I'm like, she is a fucking gem. She is right up there with the Bellagio. Don't you dare mistreat her. But alas, they, they have. <laughs> so that's, um, if you're looking to come to Vegas and you're curious about... Uh, or, or what we have available to do, that's what is closed. It's easier to tell you what's closed at this point because most things are open. Right. I mean, the other thing that's still closed are the shows. Well, yeah, of course. They shows haven't reopened stuff. yet. But, but as far as casinos go. Right. Yeah. Next, it's time to mask up Nevada. So after employees at the Flamingo, Bellagio, and Cosmopolitan tested positive for COVID, Nevada Governor Sisolak is now requiring masks be worn while indoor. But well, sorry, the dog distracted me. While the, while indoors in a public space, except when eating or drinking, the quote "no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service" policy went into effect last Friday at 12:01 a.m. The move is confusing as the number of deaths continue to fall while the number of reported cases increases thanks to increased testing. I'm sure I'm not an error on that one. <laughs> no word how long this requirement will be in effect or its impact on the economy. Spoiler alert, we have news already. <laughs> oh, really? What's that? Oh, well, it's coming up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, um, this doesn't surprise me. It dis- it's certainly disappointing, but it doesn't surprise me. I, I certainly understand why they're doing it. And I remember... On, um, on Facebook, I saw one of my beloved Indiana casinos. It, it sits right on the uh, right on the border of Indiana and Kentucky, Louisville specifically. And when they reopened within, I think, a day or two, they posted on Facebook that um, if you came into the casino, you would be required to uh, to, to wear a mask and. And, and no no smoking either. You have to go outside to smoke. I don't know if they, I don't think they've nixed the alcohol yet on the floor, I, I, to be clear. But, you know, so I, it does suck. I get it. Ve- when I go to Vegas, I don't want to have to wear a mask. I want to be able to drink and smoke, you know, without any uh, restrictions. But I understand why it's being done. And if it keeps the, if it keeps the workers safe, you know, and it keeps them uh, not being uh, testing positive. Because my biggest fear is I I would loathe if the casinos started uh, closing back up. Right. right. So I, I'm. Yeah, and for me, it's sad that we had to go to this. But if you looked at and we talked talking about, about it, you live with somebody who was like, "No, I'm not doing it. No, well, yeah. it doesn't work. I'm not fucking doing it." I, and and that wasn't quite where I was going, but yes, I, I do live with someone who was very upset when this became a mandate. Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the welcome to fabulous Las Vegas sign. The world famous welcome to fabulous Las Vegas sign was designed by Betty Willis and installed South of the strip in May of 1959. It stands 25 feet tall 
is outlined in yellow incandescent light bulbs, and the individual letters in the word welcome are housed in silver dollars outlined in neon, a callback to Nevada's state nickname, the Silver State. Influenced by the Googie architecture movement that took over Las Vegas in the 1950s, the design for the sign was never copywritten. As a result, it's public domain, and therefore anyone can use its likeness. Available in four different colors, this Battleborn pin only costs $9. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn pins. I literally had to reflect on it for a good day or so. But what? Because it just completely killed any interest I had in doing anything at all. It's, I mean, masks aren't comfortable to wear. I, I get it. But yeah. I was really disappointed when Vegas reopened the number of people that were not wearing masks and were definitely not standing, you know, six feet away from other people. I'm, so in my, it, knowing what we know, again, the mask is not to protect you. The mask is to protect everybody around you in case you don't know if you're a carrier or whatever. So in my mind, I have no issue when I go out into a public space wearing a mask. It, it doesn't bother me. I don't like it. It's not comfortable. But it, given the situation that we're in, if the alternative is wearing a mask or having things shut down, I will happily wear a mask. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at what's going on out in Atlantic City. They're reopening right now, and well, they're reopening. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. There's no smoking. There's no eating, no drinking, and you got to wear a mask. And I thought, that doesn't sound like fun yeah, at all. I thought, I'm, no. Yeah, that I'm, that's that's a deal breaker. I wouldn't why go? Why bother. Yeah. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I don't want to see Vegas go that route. So um, I guess if this is, if this is the, as far as it goes, then I think... We're, we'll be very lucky. Right. And, you know, when I see surround, states around, as of today, the states surrounding us, so Arizona and California, have started shutting things down again. You know, not bars have to close, that kind of stuff. Restaurants are, you know, being scaled back. It, I don't want us to get there. So if wearing a mask is the alternative, I'm okay with that. Sure. I get it. Next up, there's the station situation. Eater Vegas is reporting that station casino properties, Texas Station and Fiesta Rancho will remain closed for just over a year. This based on a request to move their non-restricted license at both properties to non-operational through June 4th of 2021. June 4th is significant because that's the day that all properties that elected to open then reopen. That still leaves Fiesta Henderson and, more importantly, the Palms. No word what the plans are for either, except that they plan to reopen. Hmm. Starting. I, I, yeah, I don't have a lot to add to this one. It's, it's a bummer. I feel bad for any property that's not making it. I mean, like I said, anytime we say anything negative about a property, it's kind of because we're... Like, come on, you can do better. Like, we're always rooting for every property. So oh, yeah. it bums me out when I'm like, oh, Texas and Fiesta. I know, for them to, to plan good. to not open for a year. Come on, man. Yeah. Not that we spend a lot of time in either. No, but. I know, right? We don't help. <laughs> then there was the Caesars bribe. 
Now, before it became mandatory, Caesars Properties had a promotion where they would find people not wearing masks, and if they were Caesars Reward Players Club, or in that Players Club, uh, they'd offer them $20 if they would put a mask on. Those not members of Caesars Rewards could simply just sign up for it. All told, 375 guests got $7,500. I thought that was one of the most clever things I've ever heard of. It was, and, and it wasn't always just, you know, hey, put a mask on and we'll give you 20 bucks. Sometimes they were walking up to people that were wearing masks. Kind of at, at once. Oh, it, just it, yeah, yeah. a reward thing? Right. Because and, it was and, trying and to any and all of that is, is clever. Yeah. Like I said, I, I needed the, the rule because uh, this really bothered me. Uh, so, but That's now. That's an understatement. Yeah. yeah. But now, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I've gotten in line. I, I was, I'm actually surprised. I don't know where we're going back, back to this. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how upset some people have gotten about you it me? being. No, I, I don't actually. In general, you're not the only one. Like there's, there's certain people that are just like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And I'm not coming back to Vegas if I have to wear a mask. I mean, they, yeah. there's, I'm surprised at how angry some people have gotten because of the rule. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I, I look at it as a trade-off. It's like, okay, so if my options are, like I said before, shut everything down again or put on a mask, I will happily put on a mask. I, I just, I, I don't get the anger. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's frustration. I also think um, a lot of what you heard was right after the ruling came in, so everybody had a yeah. lot of emotion. Uh, that could be. I, I know. I know. I did. I was charged up about it. This is the kind of thing that I. This is. This was very Gordon Ramsay esque. I could have drawn a line in the sand and be like, "Fuck you! I'm not fucking doing it." But nah, weed has kind of slowed me down a bit, and I'm like, or sped me up, um, because to your point, I do evolve. I just, you know, in in my own time. I don't know if it, uh, it definitely has not sped you up. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> it, it sped me. It sped me up to conclusions. Better. Because you're you you're not as angry for as long, so. It helps you get to a happy place sooner, but trust me, like, there's I feel nothing. Like we're talking about the same place. Nothing about you is moving faster <laughs> these days. That's awesome. It used to I, be no. Tony. And again, side note: I used to be the one like chasing after him because he was Mr. Speedwalker and everything else. And and I don't know now for months. It, it's I'm looking back at him like, All right, come on, let's go. You're, <laughs> you're pokey. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It's awesome. That de- definitely <clears throat> definitely took a, a side turn on the story that I was not anticipating when <laughs> Sorry. we went down that path. No, it was fun. Um, all right. Now we've got the Culinary Union suing. The Culinary Union announced they have filed a suit against the casinos that reopened in Vegas for not adequately protecting employees and their families from the coronavirus. The announcement came out after... A report stated a union worker at Caesars Palace died from COVID, which his family says he caught after returning to work. In a statement, Caesars expressed their regret and reinforced that those who test positive are put on paid leave while self-isolating and are not allowed to return to work until they obtain a negative test result. You want to know what's funny? I know I didn't even know you could get a negative result after that. I thought once you, I thought it was like the chicken pox. Like once you got got COVID, you got it. Well, no, then it switches to the antibodies. So you don't have the active virus. All right. So that's why it would come up negative. Gotcha. But it's a different test to test for antibodies. Got it. All right. 
That said, the same day it was reported that the employee died from the virus, Caesars enacted a mask required a requirement at the property. They did their own the day before the state mandated it. So I think which I think, didn't sit well with some of the guests. Well, well, and, well, and we talked about that because you have the, the well, Tony. One of the problems that that they were having is the same problem anybody with a camera especially a nice camera, has trying to take pictures. You have some security guys who are like, yeah, I don't really give a shit that you're taking a picture. And some people who are like, sir, sir, like it's a huge deal that you're attempting to do this. And that's the comparison that, that I drew. Yeah, well, and, and that was true. We saw at Caesars Properties the what they were asking folks to do was not the same. Because yeah. like one property, if you were sitting at the bar, you know, playing video poker and drinking there was one property that said that you had to have your mask on even when you were sitting at the bar yeah, while, you, while you were playing right and then there was another property that said you didn't right so it, it wasn't being applied consistency right which was part right. of the problem so sure there's the, it's it, it it erupted a lot of emotions it there's it could have been done better uh, no doubt no doubt. It, it'll be interesting to see. I, and I obviously I feel terrible that this fellow who worked at Caesars passed away from it. Right. It's real hard, though. And I think it's going to be hard and it's going to be interesting. You know, I've heard rumblings uh, that Washington may actually implement some type of protection for businesses as it relates to um, liability when they have an employee know, right? that contracts and subsequently passes away from it because I, and I hate, I, I even hate saying what I'm about to say cause I don't want it to sound like I'm Could trying sound. to diminish the fellow passing away, but you're going to have to prove like tr- the family is going to directly have to prove that this fellow went nowhere else, you know, when he wasn't at work and he's, right. they're going to have to prove that, um, all of the family members were, clean and clear for lack of a better term right. of, of the, of the virus as well to be able to report it. And it's just so hard. Um, I get the, I get them saying, listen, we wish they would have better adequately protected the employees, you know, maybe starting right away with the, um, the mask situation. But I really feel like a lot of this is we just got to wait and see how things play out before right. you even try it. And I mean that from the, from the, the business's side, maybe, yeah, it's easy. Hindsight's always 2020 and, and look back and say, yeah, we should have implemented a, a mask wearing uh, requirement the day we open on, on June 4th. But you know, with the numbers having been as minimal as they were, people weren't terribly concerned about thinking that would necessarily be a, a, a needed thing. So I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about the, the, the culinary union suing about this situation. Yeah. Well, and my question is, what are they hoping to get out of it? Money. What else could you get? Well, but right. But for the whole union, it's like the union. If it if it was the oh oh, I remember they, they were trying to sue, saying that the employees should all be getting um, uh, uh, hazard, hazard pay. pay. Okay. Huh. Okay. Well. Okay. I, I That's mean, interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. interesting. But. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just a lawsuit. So they use it in a way to bring attention and focus to something on behalf of their. It's kind of like throwing members. a tantrum in public. <laughs> right. Right. I wasn't going to put it that way, but okay. All right. Well, moving on. There's a circusy coming up. Nice. The same day they terminated the employment of 3,480 employees previously on furlough. Cirque du Soleil announced that they have filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection. 
The move is to protect the otherwise healthy company from its creditors while the company remains dark per the COVID. Despite all the press that it got, the move isn't expected to impact Cirque's resident shows, including all those in Vegas and the Blue Man Group, which they apparently own now. Well, except, yeah, they fired everybody that works for Blue see, Man. So to me, that wasn't even news because if, if Cirque owned them, and put everybody on furlough the same way that they did uh, for or all the Cirque shows. Of course, they did the same thing for the uh, bankruptcy or for the, uh, Blue, for the Man. Blue Man Group. So yeah. why are you reporting now? I just thought it was a shit. I thought it was a shit piece, and it, I think it was a Johnny Katz piece. Like it was so fucking stupid that you would that you'd report that that a uh, 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 Blue Man Group, you know, uh, had their you know show terminated, but said that it's going to come back. Like yeah. That's what's happening to all of Cirque. <laughs> then, we have a Circa update. And Circa had a small electrical fire on its fourth oh, floor <laughs> at about 4 a.m. this week. No injuries were reported, nor details regarding the extent of the damage. In related news, Circa Sports has expanded into the state of Colorado. However, the company has no plans to expand any further at this time. Interesting. Chopped out that middle part because. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. What, what, I, I, I did. I, I did some homework, and I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't right. This is what I get for not double checking a source. Like I was just going through the notes uh, before we did the show, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. And I went to Circa's website, and I'm like, it didn't start at a grand, you fucking psychos. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an aftermarket uh, now for. Uh, yeah, black market. Uh, uh, yeah, for. <laughs> Circa rooms, right? You, you, you buy it online, and then you, they have like a stub hub where you, <laughs> if you really want to go, they, I'll resell you my room and make money off of it. Wow, that's ingenious. Although it seems really, really stupid because if I could, uh, if I could get a room in your name for a thousand dollars, I assure you, I'm going to trash that room. When they walk in, there will be nothing left. I'll take even the outlets. <laughs> the outlets. <laughs> Uh, but I'm excited to uh, share with everybody. I tweeted about it a little bit, but I also uh, will have a room at Circa, which I will be staying in. So uh, I will not be renting it out for the, the first two nights that they're open in December. It worked out beautifully. As you guys well know, Jen and I come out uh, on uh, every Christmas and we usually will do about four nights, but because Circo was a two night minimum stay, I asked my wife if she would be interested in staying an extra night and we would do our last two nights in um, uh, at, at Circa. And she said, absolutely, the opportunity to, um, you know, to stay at a brand new hotel in downtown that hasn't happened in decades. Right. She said, that sounds like a lot of fun. And, and her, I kid you not, her literal exact words were to me, well, they're not allowing anybody under the age of 21 to be there. We may never stay or gamble anywhere else now. Right. <laughs> That's my wife. I love it. I That's love awesome. it. So, uh, so looking awesome. forward to that. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. And then lastly, under the news, we have Bet MGM After Hours. The NGC has opened up an investigation in approximately 50 into approximately 50 questionable wagers made on Asian baseball games after the games had already begun, or in some cases, just before they finished. For example, quote, the Twitter handle at Audrey R2D2 posted an image of an eight-leg parlay involving five KBO games that all began at 1 a.m. The ticket has a timestamp of 2.53.37 a.m., 
that $100 ticket netted $11,156.60. Nearly all the bets were made via self-bet kiosk at Bellagio, except for a 10-leg parlay worth $137,000 that came in via a mobile app. That win was initially celebrated via MGM on Twitter, but was taken down hours later when the bet was determined to be illegitimate. Uh, it is unclear exactly how many bettors were involved or how many were able to successfully cash their tickets before the casino realized the error and stopped payments. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. <laughs> that's that's Ocean's shit. Eleven right there. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, and you'd almost have to be in the right place at the right time to even be able to stumble upon something like that. I, I don't. Granted, I'll be the first to concede I'm not a a sports better, so none of it would make sense to me. But that if you're looking at you're like, wait a minute, I wait a minute, this thing's already started. Right. My my phone says that the score is such and such. I'm going to go ahead and make this bet and see what happens. Right. That's that's cool as shit. And there are you can bet on like halves of games or you know, what's going to happen. And if it's baseball, like in this inning, you can right. do those kind of. So you're right. So people are bets. paying more attention right. to the lines, even after they're done betting. Right. But to do a 10 game parlay, two hours after the game has started. Well, no, that the was games the eight. Have started. That, that was the eight. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> An eight game parlay, which, which basically means, you know, you have to win. If you want to win, you got to win on all eight games. Right. Yep. It, yeah, to do that like two hours after the games have started, that's a problem. Yeah, exactly. Because those have to, you got to get those bets in before they start. Yeah, you do. Yep. Huh. Well, congratulations to the winner of $137,000. My guess is they didn't pay it. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, that, I think they, they realized at that point the error of their ways or, or kind of started looking Or at least they're going to have legal recourse to go, no, 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 you're giving us that fucking money back. Right. I mean, there's uh-huh. there's certain requirements when you are betting. I mean, there is legal ease behind it that most people don't see. They're just like, well, I'm just going to go make a bet and whatever. Right. So I, I'm sure that once they realized... You know, these bets were taken so long after everything had started. Yeah, they, they quit paying. Right. Jeez. Well, all right. That's going to do it for the news. We'll move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Mandalay Bay opened this week and along with it, signage informing that eating is prohibited on the casino floor and smoking is prohibited in certain areas, including the sports book. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that doesn't catch on. What the the no smoking or the no eating? The no smoking. Oh. The no eating. There's no way. I, I that to me sounds silly. I don't really get the point of that, other than maybe somebody who was well, eating. No, because think about it. At, at, um, at Cromwell, you can have food delivered to you. To you and eat on the casino floor. All yeah. The, yeah. So it's not that weird. You. What do you mean it's not that weird? They said that you can't eat. Right. Uh, sorry, my my take on that conversation was that you guys thought it. Well, most people don't eat on the casino floor, but more people smoke. So that, that whatever, it, we're we're not hearing each other. Gotcha. Okay. Sahara has elected to install plastic dividers in their poker room so that it may host six-handed games instead of the five-handed allowed without. Bellagio started the trend when they reopened, and now the Orleans says that they will do the same, but Caesars will continue dividerless. <laughs> we're going dividerless. 
<laughs> with rebels. Right. The Neon Museum reduced its morning and expanded their evening hours for the summer. Now the Neon Boneyard is open daily from 4 p.m. to midnight. They're not open in the morning at all? No. Which which basically uh. means, once again, now, I mean, <laughs> once again, my I, I, I have no value to this, this membership I have with them. Because almost every time I go to the Neon Museum is in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and it, especially with... Um, it being summer and the daylight hours are longer, you can't go see Brilliant until, until late. late, late. So I think yeah. I think that's what they're doing. They're playing to their strengths. Good for them. Hmm. Mandalay Bay is removing a Hindu statue displayed in the foundation room after religious leaders called it, quote, highly inappropriate. There's no word, though, yet on what they think of Tao. And, and aren't I right on that one, Karen? There's a giant Buddha in Tao? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I, I just... Now I'm curious as to what the Hindu statue is and why. Oh, oh, who thinks it's inappropriate? Well, no, no, the statue wasn't inappropriate. It was inappropriate that the statue was in the foundation room because it's a religious icon and people would pose sexily on it. They were like it's inappropriate. Really? Yeah. What is the foundation room? Is it a? Is it a? It's like, restaurant? It's like a bar. Oh. Hmm. Bar restaurant huh. at a. Uh, at um Mandalay. It's not so just they, Mandalay. It's at uh I don't remember. Wait, it's not at Mandalay? No, it is. It's at Mandalay, but it's at um <laughs> House of Blues. It. House of Blues. Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, but again, I uh, that's just interesting to me that if they're posing suggestively, let's say with, with the Hindu statue at the foundation room, couldn't they do that at, at Tao as well? Yeah. Well, except the, the Buddha at Tao is gigantic, but still you'd, you'd be posing on its feet. The point is there being, I, I, I feel, I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I care. <laughs> well, I think your point's not lost. Why, why have a fit about this Hindu statue at the foundation room, but not over at Tao? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of all or nothing. Like, listen, if 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 you want us to get rid of all of them, just say that. Just say well, that. And right. what about the um, the little Zen garden that's out there in front of Caesars? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know if anyone's complained about that. That's what I mean. Maybe people uh. don't sexily pose on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the diamond lounges are currently closed due to the COVID, Caesars is offering Diamond Plus members and above four drink credits valued up to $20 each per day. The comps are auto-loaded onto your player's club card every day, and comps are redeemable at multiple locations throughout the properties. That was so cool. (laughs) I don't know why I did. I sounded like Batman there for a minute, but... (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so clever. The fact that they... It's not like they're giving them drink tickets or something. They literally use, like, nope, just load it onto your card, and in our experience, bartenders are often like, no, 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 use that somewhere else. So it's like you're trying to use up your comps, and they're like, no, 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 no. We'll just, we'll just comp you this one. You know, you just save that, save that for like a. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, we, we had an experience. Where we were playing at rematch, and, uh, it, normally it's like just put your, you know, your twenty bucks in the machine and and bet a hand and you get your drink comped. Right. And then now it's like, well, you don't even have to do that. You just here's your comp drink. And the funny thing was the bartender, and I can't remember his name, um, super nice guy, but he basically said, dude, if you're diamond, I'm just going to comp you anyway. I don't care what yeah. the four drinks. It's Mikey Z. Four, 
you know, no, that was that he's not the bartender. Oh, oh I don't remember. The um, yeah, I don't remember the bartender's name, but he was just like, if you're diamond, I'm not. I'm just going to comp you anyway. I don't, I'm not necessarily going to take it off your credits off your card. Just here you go. Oh, Here's your drink. That's cool. Nice. Um, by the way, is this a recent trip to rematch? Because uh, my recollection was recently it had been closed down. Yes. No. Yes. Rematches. It has reopened. It's my favorite bar right now. What did they do to it? They put video poker in it. Oh. <laughs> on one side. On one side of it. So, so I, the, I get, in, the inside. I get to be outside. Tech, well, ish. I feel like I'm outside. I'm right by the right. by the windows. But yeah. The so that the there's only video poker machines um, on the inside of it. If that makes sense. It so does. if you're on the street side, it's still just a bar. Right. But they've got. I don't know, six or, or so video poker machines on the inside of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Haven't necessarily had a whole lot of luck at it, but no. don't really care. No, haven't. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, I think the luck is just being able to say, I live in Vegas and I've decided that I want to go to Link and sit at Rematch and yeah. play some video poker and get comped. That's, that would <laughs> so, be accurate. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you something. My wife and I are, my wife was never a fan of the television show Scrubs when it was first on. Mm hmm. Um, and we've been rewatching it. We'll watch, you know, two or three episodes tonight before we go to bed. And I, I, you know, what's funny is, um, when you said you're my soulmate and Karen was like, Hey, it reminds me of <laughs> it, the, the danger of us ever living us, meaning my wife and I living in Las Vegas is it would literally be a scenario where you've got, um, Turk and JD being the, the Mark and Tony's of the world. And then the wives being like, I don't, I don't know. Just if you need to find my husband, I call the other husband. <laughs> <laughs> so we've honestly, I've never watched a single episode of scrubs. So yeah. I, I, uh, don't I can't okay. relate to that specifically, but I get the context. Yes, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can see that scenario happening. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that the MSG Sphere has in fact resumed construction after a COVID shutdown back in March. No word when the MSG Sphere is expected to open as the previous 2021 target date seems unrealistic at this point. At Las Vegas Locally is reporting that Tropicana will reopen Tuesday, September 1st. It's unclear at this time if that means it will be the last property to reopen on the Strip. Right? That and seems like a long time. It really does. And I just, I wonder if it's tied in somehow with its sale lease that, that say Yeah, that whole thing not working out as well as, uh, yeah. as they initially thought. Yeah. Because that, I mean... If you think about everybody else, well, not everybody else, but property started opening June 4th. You're three months after that. Mm -hmm. That's. I don't know, Karen, that's only two months away. And at this point, with the the way we kind of started off the news with all of the hotel casinos that still haven't reopened yet. It, I mean, it, so there you go. It's, it's it, more of a bet then. It's more of an yeah, over under. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Good call, because I don't know. That's a lot of. Uh, hotel casinos that have not yet reopened yeah, that we started right. off our conversation with. Hmm. Um, and, well, and again, it just, it boggles my mind that Paris is open, but not Bally's when they're connected by an, an yeah. indoor walkway. Bally's is, and, Bally's and on is top the of one that, that doesn't make sense. And me. on top of that, Bally's was uh, was supposed to open uh, with uh, for this whole July weekend mm -hmm. thing, or at least so I was told by a source. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I guess the other thing you have to look at, too, with Tropicana is nothing else is really open down there by it. I mean, not nothing else. 
There's not as, like the south end of the strip, like Mandalay isn't open. Luxor's yeah, it is. just opened. Mandalay's open, Luxor's open. The only thing not open down there now is them and Park right, MGM. I can't, I can't keep track of who's open and who's not that. <laughs> That's, That's why I recap yeah. at the beginning. I know, and I forgot already. <laughs> have either of you been to Paris yet? Because I'd be yep. interested to know, Have do they just have like gates or how do they how do they block off the that walkway between Paris and, and Bally's? They don't. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite Vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Two styles. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Sahara. When Milton Prell opened the Sahara in 1952, it was the sixth hotel casino on Highway 91. And in a prime location at the start of the Las Vegas Strip. The property would become such a significant part of the city's history that they named a street after it. Its evolution with that city is so vast, it can't be done justice on just one shirt. So Moonshot.com has four of them. The Sahara's brand name is so strong, it's doing what no one has done before in Vegas history. Return to the landscape and the building it used to occupy. These and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M00NSHOT.com, or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. So I think they've got a security I, guard there, don't they? They're not testing people coming in. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I mean, oh. between valleys right and valleys. Paris. Oh, oh, they've got um, no, they've got like um, I don't know. It looks like there's a barricade. Dividers, yeah. Some, there's some of sort some of kind. barricade. Yeah. Is it like the the stretchy? Um, That's what I think. It like is. little pole Something things like that, that you use yeah. for cues. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought it, I thought it was a little more. For, for, oh no no, it wasn't that because I couldn't see down there. So whatever it was, was more solid. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Fascinating. Hey, if they can block off, you know, stuff like they did when it was shut down for three months and it, you know, they can, they can figure out how to do it inside if they could figure out how to do it outside. Right. But I just wonder what, like, is the casino completely dark with, you know, only the minimal lighting on to, to keep it. Uh, it's just, I would yeah, that's what I mean. Like you literally can't even I, see it. You can't see I down see. the hallway anymore. They, 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 it's completely blocked off. Sure. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Elvis's statue at Westgate is the latest to be fitted with a face mask. In this case, sporting a Las Vegas Raiders mask. Guy Fieri's restaurant at Link closed after an employee tested positive for COVID. No word when they will reopen. Cosmopolitan's Wicked Spoon Buffet is reopened, now delivering food to diners at each of the six food stations. This is different from how Wynn's Buffet reimagined itself by using a menu. So how do they know what food to order? What you do is you walk up to the to the station and you point at what it, what it is that you want and they give it to you. So you don't get to reach into any of the stuff. They'll They'll give it to you. But you, but you literally do get the food, and you get to take it back to your table. Then yes. Oh, well, that doesn't suck. Nope. I could handle that. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Versus Wynn's version is now a restaurant. Yeah, yeah right. It, 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 it really is. It's not a buffet anymore. I mean, it's a restaurant. You you order food, and they bring it to you. So 
To further combat the COVID, New Jersey governor has announced a ban on drinking and smoking at Atlantic City casinos. As a result, Borgata, who had planned to reopen over the July 4th weekend, canceled those plans. <laughs> Can, fucking New Jersey, man. Can... Can Atlantic City fuck up anymore? Oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to do it, sir. You don't, you don't, we'll invent ways if we have to. They are hell-bent on trying to make them, uh, uh, on on banning smoking there. They're hell-bent on it. And it's going to be a, it's going to kill the market. It's going to absolutely kill it. Yeah. Unless it's their their only hope is people that just have pent up demands that are just like, I need to go gamble. Right. But I mean, like they've currently got, I'm guessing right now it's like seven or nine casinos or something like that. That would easily fall down to three. Easily. If you ended up uh, uh, gutting uh, smoking. I'm not saying there's a market for it. Just not that big of a market. I don't disagree with you at all, Mark. It's um, it, it, there's a, it seems like there'd be a great political cartoon to be made of, you know, a Las Vegas entity reaching over and taking Atlantic City's lunch because I think Vegas is truly eating Atlantic City's lunch yeah. with what Atlantic City is doing to itself. This doesn't make any damn sense. Well, if you want to go and, and do some game, like, listen, uh, the wife and I stopped at a, at one of the Indian casinos and they're, they're not allowing smoking on the casino floor right now. And you have to wear a mask. The only, and you literally have to like pull your mask down, take a drink of your beer or cocktail, put your mask back up. Huh. It's no fucking fun. And we're like, why would we go do this? This isn't any, you know, the fun part about being in a casino is having you know, a cigar in one hand and your drink in the other hand while you're sitting at a video poker table. Right. Uh, this, I, I get why Borgata would go, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're out. We're cool. We'll, we'll just hang for a little bit until <laughs> right. this is less crazy. Right. And, and I get why they're out. I think the difference between Vegas and Atlantic city, quite honestly, is the status of like the number of people that have been infected. I mean, honestly, Nevada is not, our numbers aren't that bad. And so even though Vegas is a place where, you know, a lot of people come into for us to reopen, it's a little bit different than the state of New Jersey, like what they have happening and going on. I mean, hell, we've got a a friend that, um, you know, Mike has been, he hasn't been home to New Jersey. He's been staying out here. Oh, that's right. Since the shutdown happened. That's right. I mean, he can't even go home. So, uh, you know, New Jersey's just in a different place, I think, than Nevada is. Oh, that's fair. Different that's fair. Planet. And listen, I, I know we've got a lot of uh, New Jersey listeners uh, or New Jersey residents, Atlantic City in particular, that love it. So I'm, I tread carefully when I uh, when I besmirch anything that's uh, Atlantic City related. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know that don't are- get me wrong. The same thing with Vegas. I hope I'm wrong. Fuck, I hope I'm wrong because sure, yeah. I do not want to watch Atlantic City die. I, if anything, I'm rooting for them. Like, come on, Atlantic City, fucking do something, man. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I want everyone to be successful. I was just yeah. you know pointing out a slight what could be a potential reason for the heavier restrictions than what we have out here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Major league baseball announced that they are canceling the minor league season, which also means that the Las Vegas aviators second season in their new ballpark has been canceled in related pro sports, pro sports. <laughs> I, I got to do one, at least one a show in related pro sports news. The NFL said that they intend to reduce the number of preseason games this year to two as well as delay the start of the regular season thanks to COVID. You know what's funny? I feel like everybody, and maybe it's just me, I feel like everybody's going, 
as long as it doesn't fuck up football, right? <laughs> as long as it doesn't like like everything else is like going, what? There's no baseballs. There's no basket. No. Oh, come, mm. <laughs> you just. Well, and it's, it's funny football. because, you know, they're talking about now trying to finish out the NHL season, which NBA too. The, yeah. And the NHL season would have been over the end of May, beginning of June. And the fact that they're like trying to figure out, OK, let's let's do this little stub thing at the end, you know, random in the summer, which is not when hockey plays. It's, it's all contractual because they've some of these people have in their contracts that if they go X, you know, so far within, you know, the, the playoffs or whatever, they get bonuses or whatever. Well, if you don't finish the season, that's not possible to do. Right. And I get that. It's just to your point, what you were saying before about, you know, it seems like everyone's just like, don't fuck up football. <laughs> there, there's a huge, I mean, if you look at it, yeah, it kind I, of I feels feel, like that's what they're doing. I feel doing. like they went, listen, you got March Madness, you motherfuckers. Right. You got March Madness. Don't fuck with football. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's such a, it's, and especially out here where you can gamble on sports, it's a huge thing. Well, I mean, in their inaugural season, we're finally here in Vegas. Hold on. Well, <laughs> yeah, especially in Vegas to, to not, you know, although the, the, probably from what I'm hearing, the, the construction folks are probably happy if they're going to delay the start of the season because it's not looking like the stadium's going to be ready. Um, yeah, no, there's there's reports that it's um, so think about it. We are less than a month away from when the preseason was supposed to start because the, the first preseason oh. game was supposed to be July 31st. Oh, fuck. Wow. And although the the official um, reports are that those the are stadium, always done at no no they're not always done at like no preseason games are played in their yeah, you're in right. their, their, their stadiums but the, the official reports are that the stadium is like ninety eight percent done but there's other reports from people actually working on it that are like yeah we're if we're eighty five percent done maybe <laughs> and you're less than a month away from when you're supposed to start right it, it's almost like they're like oh thank god okay they're cutting the preseason down to only you know two games instead of what is it normally six no four is it four yeah. I forget however many but uh yeah they're cutting them half okay we got two more weeks okay awesome let's just keep going like they're they're <laughs> they're looking for this pushback to go because we're not done yet <laughs> Sorry, long tangent. (laughs) Originally planned for Phoenix, Vital Vegas reports that Atari will build their first video game-centric hotel in Las Vegas instead. However, no word when this might happen. The plan to build in eight different cities was announced in January of this year. I'm I'm excited for this to actually happen. I hope I hope it does. I, I don't I don't know if it will, but I'm excited at at the concept. I'd love to see something like this. I, I, yeah, I, sorry, I'm indifferent to it. <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent, but I remember having an Atari as a kid. It'd but be kind of fun just to, that's the, I mean, the when you were a factor. kid, it's I not mean, just like shitty old Atari. Ga- Atari still makes video games to this day. They just don't have a console system. They don't, they don't. And, and then part of it to me, that still doesn't make it any relatable to me now because I don't play video games. I get esports as a thing. Okay. And that's, that's what I'm sort of envisioning this is going to be like themed around like an esports sort of video game. I, I just, uh, I'm sure there's some element of it that's yeah, that. I, I'm yeah. indifferent. So you can't even get excited for something if it isn't for you. <laughs> well, Karen. Well. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
You can't be like, this is a cool idea for like, some people. This isn't really, you know, it's but, not. Okay, no, so hold on. But you, you have to back it up and look at the lack of new construction projects in Las Vegas right. in general. I'm not overly excited about anything new coming in because I don't honestly believe it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Resorts World is looking like it might actually open up. So, when okay. you start putting the letters on the side of a building. Yeah. I mean, that I get. But then there's been so much stuff around Fontainebleau. There's, you know, the whole um, there Stardust a, property. That's that, not accurate, Karen. There's been nothing going on at I know, but <laughs> that's what I mean. There's been a lot of talk, but nothing's happened. So I, I just, I find it hard to get excited about a property and it, to have it video game themed to me is just like, really? I thought we went away from theming restaurant or uh, hotels. I don't know. I've always thought that was a uh, mistake. Mm -hmm. KTNB announced this week that Mohegan Sun Casino is coming to Vegas. Specifically, it will be the casino at Virgin Hotels. Mohegan Sun Casino at Virgin is slated to open at the end of 2020. Isn't that big news? That's fucking huge. That, that it's a Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun yeah. coming in to run yeah. the casino there? That's amazing. And to be honest with you, it fits. It fits that they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We know hospitality, folks. We don't know casino shit. Right. We don't know them. <laughs> These guys do, though. I mean, they're yeah, they're partnering with a, a extremely well-known brand. Oh yeah. So. Hell yeah. Good. See for them. that what I'm excited about. I want to see what that <laughs> what that one looks like. <laughs> I was hurt. I was like, you don't like the idea of a video game <laughs> no. place, Karen? Why would I? Oh, I just tried to shame you. It didn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't work. And lastly, Treasure Island is terminating 414 full-time employees, citing COVID impact to business, adding them to the 25.3% jobless rate reported for the state of Nevada last month. Wow. Wow. Yikes. Holy fuck. Because nationally, it's, it's what, 11, I think? Something like that, yeah. And so, yeah, so 25%, one in four people... In Nevada, does not have a job. Wow, that's I didn't mean to end prop bets. Like right, that. It's, it's, <laughs> that was a downer. that's a downer. Yeah, nice yeah. job, Mark. Yeah, you sorry. didn't put those in a very good order. Nope, I didn't. Well, we'll move on to something a little bit more uh, exciting because that's going to do it for the news and prop bets. Let's check the river. <laughs> So this week, we've got a 360 FHE. It's uh, our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. And this week, you guys went out and explored the Verbena. So why don't you tell us about your first-hand experience? Yes, let me set the stage for you. <laughs> so Karen had never tried a Verbena before. I've had one before. Which is a cocktail at Cosmopolitan. Yes, let's just you. Let's just put that... Make sure you're framing a, out the whole it, thing. And it's a special cocktail it's at Cosmopolitan because it's not on the menu. Right. You have to know that it's there. And you have to ask for and, it. And what's special about this cocktail is it comes with a flower. And um, the whole trick behind this thing is um, if you consume the drink before. Taste, taste the drink. Uh Consume the flower. Then eat the flower. And then drink again. The it drink is going to taste change. different now. Yeah. And you're also going to have some sort of sensation in your mouth going on there. And this is something. See, now you're funny because now you're like, oh, you have some kind of sensation. Everybody has said, you eat the flower, your mouth goes numb, and then you try the drink again. Because I don't, I don't think that it goes numb. I, I think, oh, it does I think there's some tingly it to it. It does not go numb. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so Karen, uh, wait, before before we before Karen gives her her review of the Burbina, I'd like to thank at uh, Mooseman twenty three ninety one and his adorable wife for the drink and the company. Yes, <laughs> I, I think uh, Vital Vegas coined what what's about to happen as uh, it's not just a cocktail; it's a story. So, Karen, what were your thoughts well, on the verbena? So, hold on. So, Tony, have you've had a verbena before, right? Uh, yes, yes, okay. indeed. I've had a, a couple of them. Yeah. They're, they're tasty. They're tasty drinks. So, and this was something that, you know, again, Mark was surprised that I'd never had one. It, you know, didn't believe me, and I honestly, I'd never had. So, yeah, Moose was out with his wife, and he's like, hey, I'm here. I'll, I'll buy, because he's never had one either. Right. So, okay, great. We, you know, went down and met them. And um, first of all, it is not a flower. Let, let me just clarify that. It's, it's, it is a bud. Yeah, it's it, a flower is, bud. It, yeah. It's not a flower. Do you, you think about edible flowers and they're these pretty little, this is this is a little gotcha. yeah, thing in the drink. It, it was the most, one of the most disgusting things I've ever eaten. It was adorable, Tony. She looked like a little kid who was being forced to eat like Brussels sprouts <laughs> or something. It would not go away. It's it yeah. just, you're chewing and chewing and chewing and it's this awful mushy texture. And Her face. It's like gradually got uh, like winced more and more it was it would, fucking it would, adorable like i said it wouldn't stop i kept doing like, it too uh, and i couldn't uh, get rid of it i can't get this up and uh. and then again everyone has told me oh yeah you eat the flower your mouth goes numb it doesn't go numb no. and there was there was a uh, uh somebody on twitter and i wish i remember who it was that basically said she's like it felt like my mouth was growing hair <laughs> and and it literally you the inside of your mouth is just and honestly I, I started like chugging the drink to try to get it to stop. <laughs> it it was the most horrible. I will never ever ever do it again. And and, and again, yes, it's an experience. It's an experience. I, I've had one. I can check it off the list. I never need to have another again. I don't know why anybody would do that more than once. Tony, I had at, uh, of of. All the he should have possible vid- he ways, you know, video that that, that evening could have gone. That was th- the one that I just somehow didn't factor. It. I was shocked that yes. she fucking hated this drink. It was oh, it was it was horrible, <laughs> and it, I I just I just wanted it. Whatever was happening again, and it felt like your the inside of your mouth just had these little furry tentacles growing out of it and it wouldn't stop and i honest to god the drink i will say this the drink is delicious yeah, yeah <laughs> it really is um, no i would order the drink again Without and not the eat the flour but it, no the, the whole thing was hor- it's like and now it seems to me like it's a mean trick that you play on newbies <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, not that I feel it necessary of, of all places to jump in and ever defend the Cosmopolitan. Uh, I will jump in and say that is I, I'm sorry that that seems to be the experience that you've had with it, uh, because I've I've done it and I've shared, you know, had the opportunity to share with some 360 Vegas vacationers in the past. Mm-hmm. And and it's it, I agree with you. It does not make your mouth numb. But I agree with Mark. I think tingling is the best way to describe it so then as you're drinking the drink you've got this weird sort of almost like almost like a pop rock scenario going on in your mouth but you don't have the pop rocks in there causing it to have that tingle i i i'm surprised that you are that um vehemently opposed to the drink (laughs) i i I wonder if maybe you just got a, a bad uh little uh, button. Well, we'll, for, we'll never know uh, because I'm never going to do it again. 
I, and I honestly, and it was funny because Mark made the comment to me afterwards. He's like, all of the weird shit you eat and you yep. have an issue with I this know, flower. Right? And I was like, yep. that's the, literally chewing on that flower. It was such a was, bummer to me because I thought I was such a big boy. Like, look at me, man. I'm eating a fucking flower. Check that out. And then you try like, this is disgusting. I'm it, like, it was awful. Uh, it, uh, and I, I feel bad because I hate to, I, I, you know, one of the things that I love about Vegas is is the unique experience you experiences <laughs> you get to have out here. And I know so many people that have had the verbena and they love it and they've had multiple. And I just, I feel bad that I hated it so much, <laughs> but I really did. And I, honest to God, will never do it again. I there's you could not pay me enough. There are so many other happy, delicious cocktails that I can have at Cosmo. You could not pay me to have another one of those. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Golly. It was that bad. I I literally, I was actually close to spitting the flower out. Oh my god. At one point, because I couldn't. Just the texture of it was just so disgusting. I am by uh, the mind boggles yeah yeah mark I'm, I'm right there with you buddy i i thought for sure that would have been something where Kieran would have been like oh my god i can't believe it's been this long oh i gotta tell I've- everybody oh oh you gotta try the verbena oh my god I, that's that's how i thought it was gonna go <laughs> right yep. no i would honestly i wouldn't tell anybody to try it <gasps> because it was so bad and i get so and i think uh christina like shamed me on Twitter. She's like, don't give away the secret. Like this is something <laughs> she's, she's gone there so many times and have watched, you know, first timers have this drink and, and do the whole thing. And she's like, don't give it away. I'm like, I, I, I kind of feel like I have to, like it's a public service announcement. <laughs> I, like, just don't, don't do it. Friends don't let friends drink verbenas. Oh, it was so bad. And I, again, if I'm happy that there's so many people that have, done it the waitress was cracking up too because she she knew yeah. that it was um mine and moose's first time having one yeah. and uh, you know she came back a couple times to check on check me on you guys and yeah. once once the whatever the hell was happening in my mouth settled down <laughs> uh she's like are you okay i'm like i'm good now thank you the, the cocktail's delicious that just but it, <laughs> yeah it was oh it was so bad and you guys were having a great time at my expense it was kind of funny yeah <laughs> what moose think did he like it yeah, he liked it. He liked it. He did say that he probably wouldn't order another one. Right, but I agree. similar to you. Yeah. Um, well, not well, not similar. Not to you, similar but. to me. No, I definitely would never order another yeah, one. That, that he would. He was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I tried it." Um, which I I'm glad I tried it. I sure. am. I really am because it's a whole. It is an experience. Yeah. It's a novelty. It is. Um, not one I I ever want to do again. Did he buy one for? Did he buy a drink for his wife? Did she have a chance to try it? She um. Well, so number one, she's not a, a big drinker, and so oh, okay. it was kind of like she was going to let him, you know, try it first, and then <laughs> yeah, see. Right. And and so she didn't have one. It was just the three of us that that had it. Um, I don't okay. know if she got one later. My guess would be based on, uh, n- not even my reaction. I think more based on his of. Yeah, it, it, yeah. He's like, I don't think I need to do that again. My guess is she probably didn't, um, yeah, but I don't enough. know for sure. But uh, yeah. Um. All right, and then you've got a uh, a special thanks to somebody. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to say thanks to Mikey Z for a fun hangout that we had at the at the link with him at the the video poker at, uh, bar we were just talking about, as well as uh, we ended up going to dinner with him at uh, off the strip, off the strip. Which, which is, is delicious. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised. Well, good. 
Well, uh, this I, I I know I say this every week, most times off off recording, but I, I dig getting to sit around and just talk to you guys about Vegas, and especially that you live there now. You're you're truly your firsthand. Like this is such an ingenious thing that you've created this firsthand experience, because as a local now, it, it, it's fascinating. Well, what does that look like to have that walkway between Paris and Bally's? <laughs> well, Tony, I can tell you from having been there. Right. <laughs> How's the um? How's the 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 electric moped uh, uh, thing that you bought? I'm having fun the scooter, with it. Scooter, yeah, yeah. I'm having fun with it. I, I'm I'm getting shy for some reason again, so I have to keep forcing myself to go out and do it. I like it just because it it, it gets me out of the house to do something. Because um, like <laughs> I said, right now I'm I'm still kind of fighting. Like I also I almost have to force myself to go out. You know, having to having to wear the mask. But sure. um. Yeah, I, 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 I'm settling in. He's he's better. He's much more comfortable if there's like a designated like bike lane. Because, right. You know, technically he is allowed on the roadways, but I would be a little nervous too about these big old cars zooming past you. When Especially once you start getting down to two scooter. lanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but no, he's, he had, and he hasn't, no more road rash, no, no Good. other Good. issues like that. So, you yeah. know, we're making progress. Well, I know where you guys live in relation to the strip. And, and and while I assume the answer is yes, Mark, I'll ask for clarification purposes. Are you truly able to get from your home down to the strip and do the things that you want to do on the strip and get back without ever having any concern about running out of battery juice? I could. Yeah. If, if like one of the things that I'm running into is I need to find a place before I can start doing something like that. I need to find a place or find several places where I'm comfortable locking it up because it's it's the same thing as a bike. I gotta I gotta lock it up somewhere. Right. Um, you don't want somebody to snag it. So yeah, right. Yeah. Good I mean, observation. Right. Okay. He's usually right. usually he'll drive yeah, my, down to the stripper downtown. Most is just with a scooter me in the tooling back. around on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he could. Oh, okay. I see. I he, get it. He could take this the scooter with him, but it weighs like what fifty pounds? Yeah. Forty pounds, something like that. So to carry that around is yeah. a little bit much but yeah normally it's it's in they'll throw it in the back of the or trunk of the car drive down and then motor his to, little yeah, way go around to, go to the park and ride <laughs> right exactly. i love it <laughs> that's awesome so cool all right all right listen gang uh, that's going to do it for episode number 335 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. That's over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360... Okay, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Tony, where can folks find you? Uh, still sober for the time being at 360 Vegas Tony. <laughs> so hurry up. <laughs> at Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. Did I just say at Karen? I did say at Karen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Karen, <laughs> he just told you where you could find me, so until next time. Yeah.